Hello, this is Rafael Davidovich, and welcome to Tefillah Sunday. We have been learning the meaning of many of the words in Shema over the course of the last few weeks, and I would like to focus on one of the most common phrases uh, at the very beginning of Shema, and that is the threpetition, We are not repeating the words, but these are three clauses in how much we are expected to love Hashem. Because you see, whenever discussing, whenever one discusses an emotion, you have to realize that the emotion has to have some sort of consequence. Otherwise, the emotion doesn't mean anything. For example, as a side point, when the Torah says that Hashem gets, got angry at Moshe Rabbeinu for saying something, the rabbis comment, in what way did this anger manifest itself? It's just that he got angry. Hashem does not get angry. We use the language, the Torah uses the language of people to say that Hashem got angry to uh, say that there was some application that would be interpreted as anger. So in the case of Hashem getting angry at Moshe there in Parshas Shemos, it's interpreted as meaning that Hashem took away the priesthood, the kahuna, from Moshe Rabbeinu and gave it to Aaron. So too, when the Torah expects us to love Hashem, a person can say, I love Hashem, but what does that actually mean? Same thing with a person. You tell someone, I love you, so then you could answer, What difference does it make that you love me? In what way is your behavior, now that you love me, different than it would be if you did not love me? So the Torah says, You shall love the Lord your God What do these three clauses mean? So, very briefly, with all your heart, means that you love Hashem in a way that your whole heart, which means both the Yetzir Tov and the Yetzir Hara, should demonstrate a love of Hashem. How do you demonstrate you love Hashem with your Yetzir Hara? Because you subdue your Yetzir Hara so that it also serves Hashem. So for example, a person eats a food on Shabbos and fulfills the mitzvah of Oneg Shabbos, even though the Oneg Shabbos, the enjoyment of Shabbos, is being experienced through a person's taste buds and his own selfish desires of the kinds of foods that he enjoys, whether sweet or savory. And yet this is a person's physical, material side of his nature. Yet you love Hashem by eating this food. In this way, you are using your Nefesh Bahamas, your animal soul, or your Yetzirah, if you want to use that term. You're using that to serve Hashem. That is how you should think when you say, Bechol Levavacha. Then you have Bechol Nafshecha, with all your soul. This means that you should be willing to give up your Nefesh, meaning give up your life if it is demanded of you in your love of Hashem. And this is understood as being part and parcel of the mitzvah of Kiddush Hashem, sanctifying God's name, so that if a Jew is asked to perform any of the three cardinal sins, uh, sexual crimes, or uh, idol worship, or um, murder, that you should give up your life. So even though we think of that, those three as being part of the mitzvah of Kiddush Hashem, but it is actually an application of loving Hashem, that we are willing to give up our lives rather than do those three sins. Or in times of religious persecution, to give up our lives rather than violate any aspect of the Torah, any mitzvah in the Torah. 
And then we have Bechome Odecha, with all your might, which was covered in an earlier class. This has many meanings. One meaning is that even if one a Jew would be called upon to give up all of his money rather than to do any sin, then the concept that a person accepts upon himself, that I will give up all of my money, all of my wealth, rather than do an Avera, is an application of Bechol Me'odecha. Another application of Bechol Me'odecha, according to the Mishnah in Brachos, is that whatever it is that God throws at you, Bechol Mida Umida, meaning any trait, even if it's something that is interpreted as negative, but a Jew accepts that negative or that bitter occurrence that it is happening to him, and he accepts it with love, and he says, look, if this is what Hashem wants, then I'll take it. For example, when, God forbid, a person passes away, and then his, the relatives, the close relatives, make a bracha, that they're blessing God for being the true judge. They are accepting God's kingship and his judgeship over themselves. This is a fulfillment of loving God. So these are the ideas that one should have in mind every time that one says Shema, so that now you have a greater appreciation of what it means to love Hashem with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might, with all your midah. That's all for today. Thank you for listening.